0: Hey, this is Dave Pryor for the Reluctant Agilist. I am at the 2019 North American Global Scrum Gathering. Jason Tanner's here. Jason, thank you for stepping away from the booth. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> um, so I have, we're going to talk about the daily stand-up and what's wrong with it. But
1: before we do that, can you tell the folks who you are and tell them a little bit about your company? Sure. So I'm a certified Scrum trainer and a path to CSP educator with the Scrum Alliance. And uh, my company is Applied Frameworks We focus on helping companies deliver great software products through coaching, training, and mentoring.
0: Okay, and you believe that the daily scrum is broken? Totally. So why and how?
1: Uh, Because I think that number one, most developers dislike the daily scrum. In fact, I say they probably hate it. Okay. Uh, Because I think, in their mind, uh, we've taken the weekly project status review meeting, where the project manager sat at the head of the table and interrogated everybody in the room about their (laughs) progress across the project plan and asking for updates. Uh, all we've done is done uh, the same thing five times a week, Okay. turning the Scrum Master into Project Manager. And that's, I think, the second thing, is that how it's done, uh, I think it's actually backwards. Okay. Uh, that the center of attention really is the, the team and the sprint backlog, as opposed to the Scrum Master and uh, answering a bunch of questions.
0: So the bad behavior would be the Scrum Master running this to get status. Exactly, exactly. And- how would they coach, what if if the team just doesn't rise up to this? They've been trained to do status meetings, and when you're like here, they don't know what to do.
1: Yeah, so I think it first starts with the purpose, and uh, the actual purpose of daily scrum is actually completely misunderstood, and I go through this exercise in all of my classes. On the second day of our scrum master class, uh, we have a quick warm-up, sort of a coffee conversation, and one of the topics of discussion is what is the purpose of daily scrum? And most people will say it's to update status, is to uh, look at the burn down chart, is to communicate uh, about the three questions. Okay. Very rarely does anyone say the purpose of a daily scrum is to create a plan for the next 24 hours, which is the actual purpose of daily scrum. Okay. Uh, the, and this is f- frankly a problem that we've had for years in that the three questions don't actually result in a plan, they result in exchange of information. Okay. So the, actual act of creating a plan in the morning. Uh, I liken to when you drive down the road and you look at McDonald's and Hardy's at eight in the morning, you see a bunch of plumber's trucks lined up all from the same company. They're in there eating breakfast, but they're having their daily scrum. They're talking about, oh, hey, wow. all right, okay. hey, we're gonna go over to Johnson's house at about yeah. noon and can you come over and meet me? Because I got some big pipe I gotta lift and it's gonna be a two-man job. They're making that plan okay. so they can get paid. I mean, it's the same idea that we're trying to do with the development team. So with respect to um, development team ownership, I actually think so it starts with clarity with them. Frankly, I think most development teams probably haven't even read the Scrum Guide. And let's be honest. Yeah. As short as it is, there's a lot of people out there doing Scrum that have no clue They're actually about the rules of the game. Yeah. So it's a simple act- activity that I propose to Scrum Masters. Just copy that content out of the Guide, put it on a Word doc, print it, sit down with the team and read it together. Okay. It's short. It's a 30-minute conversation with an emphasis by the Scrum Master on, hey, look, look at this line, guys. To development team, construction, meaning any way they want. How do you want to do this so from now on? So you think
0: we shouldn't use the three questions? I hate the
1: three questions.
0: Even with the, for me, the, the way the questions changed was when I saw in um, Jeff's last book the phrase to help the team meet the commitment for the sprint. Right. That really changed yeah. the way that question works for yeah. me. But
1: What did I do yesterday to help the team make progress towards the sprint? Yeah. Goal? yeah. Uh, still, there, there's a contradiction in the subject of the sentence, which I think is uh, not helping us in collective ownership of Sprint Backlog. Okay. And, and I think what it results in is zombie scrum. I have my user story. I have my you Jira my ticket. Thing, I'm going through the Sprint. Yeah. And I've got five team members, and we all have five tickets. Wait a minute. What's the real objective? Yeah. We're trying to get to a, a high-quality, potentially reusable product increment in the Sprint. How are we going to make progress today? What did okay. we do yeah. yesterday to help us make progress? What impediments do we see? So okay. shifting the subject of the sentence changes the behavior dramatically.
0: So without the three questions, I can see where, I and mean, one of the things I see in class all the time, people are like, yeah, hey, we do a daily scrum and it lasts for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have a structure like those three questions, how do they keep it limited to just 15 minutes?
1: All right, so... Uh, the the framework that I think is really effective is to focus on the work so uh, we'll talk about who facilitates in a moment but the idea would be to look at uh, the work and say first let's review what we finished yesterday what okay. did we actually get to done almost like start with a recap of did anything actually get to done yeah yes yesterday. You know, Mike approved that backlog, and Mike's the product owner. Mike said, yep, this rocks, rock solid, good, so that's done. All right, let's look at what's in pro- process or what's in progress. Hey team, yesterday, what happened on this one? Yeah. And whoever was working on it says, hey, well, well who- we got it. We got the code from unit test uh, yeah. into dev. I did the code review, all checked out, it's ready for QA." Okay, so what's our plan today?
0: So is somebody leading this conversation? Sure, it's
1: the dev team. Rotate okay. alphabetically. <laughs> Cares. I okay. mean, they'll figure it out. Hey, just, maybe just it's your turn. Just anybody but
0: the Scrum Master. Sure, right? Okay.
1: So Dave, the developer, it's your turn. And Eric, you're, you'll be tomorrow. Or okay. Dave, you got it for a whole sprint, and Eric will have it next sprint. And then okay. we just take turns running our meeting. Yeah. And maybe the Scrum is so there in, in the back So in some ways, listening. there
0: is a statusy component to it, but driven by them towards planning action for today.
1: Well, it's awareness to then plan the action exactly. Okay. Right? So you know, I can't make the plan until I understand but yeah. I need to plan. So if I'm looking at it, hey, maybe I was out at the dentist yesterday. Where are we now? So I know what how I'm going to fit in. Okay. Okay, and now I see, okay, guys, today I'll take that. I'll move that along.
0: Okay. And now, with getting ready for the meeting, do you think that they need to have the burn down chart, the task board, everything updated beforehand? Or is that something you, like I worry about them updating that stuff in the meeting mm-hmm. because then to me it is we're updating cards and Burn down charts instead of having that conversation.
1: Well, it, I think it depends on the modality. So okay. for physically in person, and we're and we're actually using a flip chart or a whiteboard and drawing on the burn down chart. It's it's a trivial update to say I mean, how many items are in, yeah. pro- in process or you know how many uh, backlog and then story points are remaining. Right. Um, for talking about a tool and actually looking at a tool, maybe it's useful to look at that. I mean the visualization of progress, you're right, it depends on how well the data's been reflected. But I go back to the limiting the work. If we're only talking about a team of six people having two, maybe three items in progress, Yeah. how many updates do we actually need to make? Like, they're either oh. done or not done, so it's kind of binomial. Okay. I can almost visualize, looking at the board, where are we and how much is left. I was
0: thinking more about if they had tasked out the product backlog mm-hmm. items, and one of the things I ask people to do is like, you take a task, we all said it was six hours, before you go home at the end of the day, I don't care how many hours you spend on it, but I would like to know now how many hours you think you have left. So that if the team wants to have the conversation about we have this many hours of work, do we have enough days to get that work done?
1: Yeah. and I'm I'm different. I gave up task hour estimation about five years ago. Oh, wow, okay. I found it was completely useless in two regards. One was, uh, most importantly, nobody was doing anything with the data. Yeah. Nobody. Okay. Uh, Secondly, Teams were spending a lot of time trying to estimate hours, and they were just wild guesses yeah. that were way off. I mean, think about it. If we're actually burning down hours, man, you might as well put a time card punch thing <laughs> in the team room, because I might as well check in and check out. Because I've seen yeah. teams burn down 320 hours out of a 350-hour sprint and deliver shit, deliver yeah. nothing. Yeah. Right? You got everything still not quite done. But okay. hey, look our burn down. It was awesome. Yeah, we and, spent oh, lots of
0: hours working on we something. We screwed up, right? Okay.
1: So I think it motivates the wrong behavior when you're talking about counting down hours. Okay. Rather look at hey, how many points are remaining, more, how many backlog items do we need to finish yeah. to get them done. Okay. Um, so that uh, s- slight shift actually enables, I think, the focus in, on a daily basis. Okay.
0: Now, do you, do you have any way of assessing whether or not the meeting was successful by the end of it?
1: Uh, well, that, that actually goes into, I think, countermeasures. You actually sort of talked about, like, is it taking too long? And, I, and a big lesson that I, I work on a lot because I finally figured it out that I was the master intervener at the wrong point. Okay, so I used mean? to be starting out, you know, 2008, 2009, those first couple of teams I started coaching, daily Scrum would be a mess. Okay. And me, the coach, I would jump in the middle and say, wait, stop, and try to fix it in a moment because I thought that was the best action. Okay. What I came to realize about four or five years ago is it's going off the rails, it's turning into a train wreck. Right. Now I let it wreck. I watch it.
0: Or wait for them to catch it.
1: Maybe they do, maybe they don't. It's very hard for teams that don't have that awareness to, to catch it, but when it's all over and the dust is settled, that's the point to say, would you like some help, team? Okay. Scrum Master Waste, because then it's the invitation. The team is say, Oh, please help us. Nine times out of the times you say, please help us. Yeah. There are times where teams say, no, we don't even want to talk about this. We're gonna go <laughs> to our desk and get some work <laughs> Total done. Total disaster. Right? Yeah. And that's okay. If they say, hey, it's fine, deal with it later, then you unpack it. You know okay. what happened, guys? What just happened? Yeah. Well, Daily Scrum took thirty minutes again. Okay, why? Okay. Well, Jason and Dave were arguing about the database structure again, and we all had to listen to them. But that invitation is very about, important. R- right, it's the permission. Because they're driving it. It's the permission okay. to get help. But now i got to help them identify the problem. Okay? Okay. All right, so once again, two people in the team were in this debate, yeah. trapping all of us, and made the meeting run too long. Okay, exactly. What do you want to do the next time that happens? Okay. We want you to stop it. No, I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> no, to be the guy jumping in for us. take it offline. Yeah. No, yeah what yeah. do you two want to do? Okay. Next time that happens, well, when those two or any one of us gets in debate, we will tell them to stop. Okay. And they're going to write it on a whiteboard or to put yeah. it in a parking lot, and then they'll, stay, they'll they'll figure this out. I mean, when I say development teams are problem solving entities, yeah, they like to solve problems. Once okay. they know the problem and they become aware of the problem, they'll deal with it.
0: And that it's theirs to solve. Exactly. Okay. have
1: got to build that muscle. Yeah. Right.
0: All right. Are there um, other common mistakes you see them make? Teams make? Like, is there like one or two things we're just like, oh my god, how many times do I have to fix this?
1: Well, I think the the one that struck me up a wall is that we we're in 2019 with amazing technology and we still have people trying to do daily scrum and polycom. Okay. It's just ridiculous, you know, it's the, like we got awesome video, call system. Oh, it's awful, yeah, yeah, conference calls instead of video, Okay. like there's no reason, no excuse, even for globally distributed teams not to hop on video so we can actually see body language okay. and not interrupt each other because I can actually see you're about to say something, I'm going to wait, instead of having three people talking over each other on the call and wasting time. Okay. Um, that's a big mistake, I think. Um, you know, I think the, the biggest one is just going through the motions, yeah. not actually using the time effectively to create a plan. But I'm really biased, right? I mean, I come from the military. So, yeah. I mean, it's very efficient communication. We don't have a lot of time. You know, what's, what's our plan? What are we going to do? Are we all on the same page? One, two, three, break. I mean, that kind well, of mentality has got to be there to actually know and recognize our purpose right now is to work together to get the ball yeah. to the goal line.
0: Well, if you've got, I've had a lot of team members who are like, the, there's the guy that feels like he has to justify every single breath of oxygen. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I came in at 9 o'clock, and at 9 o'clock I walked down the hall to accounting, and then I talked to Steve, and then I went to the bathroom. And um, Getting to that level of conciseness, is there a particular thing that you use when you're trying to coach those people into, just boil it down to what we have to know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so one intervention there I think would be the one-on-one with the okay. individual. Uh, and finding different people react differently. Sometimes they just need a pattern. Hey, instead of all of that, here's your card. Maybe, maybe just like live and give them a card. Right. Like, what's the top thing you got done yesterday that's relevant for the team? And what's your intention for today? Okay. If they just have something, maybe they're literally like, like they're wired, they can respond to just doing a pattern. Yeah. Uh, other people are more reactive to talking mm-hmm. through. Hey, when you do that, how does it feel for you? What, what's your motivation yeah. for doing that? What's another way to communicate more efficiently, more effectively? Okay. Right? And, and sometimes kind of deep underlying, I've, I'm not feeling valued right now, so I've got to tell everybody what I did, as opposed okay. to, hey, man, we, we, would you like me to bring this up in retrospective, or okay. what would make you feel valued? What, what could other people do that can recognize the value? Because I value, I'm your scrum master, I think you're doing amazing things. Maybe okay. they have never heard it. They're not getting yeah. any feedback from anyone else, okay. even though they're doing great things. So yeah. This is a fun part of the job, of and actually coaching.
0: Do you think that they should be offering each other appreciations? I, I mean, just because you just said it, it's not something I had thought about before, but I just did this thing, hey, nice, nice work, thanks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so um, absolutely retrospective. I think appreciations were vital. But during the daily scrum? Daily scrum, I worked with one company, and they would do a, two claps. Okay. Any, any achievement. Like, hey, I got the regression test suite to run. Hey. Yeah. There's always a two claps. you know, okay. you're just clapping all morning long yeah. in different team rooms. <laughs> but, I mean, it was their thing. And it worked. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, I have one last question for you about this. I get a lot of people in class who talk about how they do their daily scrum on Slack or... Google chat or something like that. Do you have, I'm assuming that you have fairly strong opinions about this, but I'd like to hear what they are.
1: It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> okay. it's like, what are we doing here? It's, so human, wh- it's human beings interacting in a creative venture to create something cool and awesome. I can't think it'd be, it can't be done okay. in those mediums. What about email? Even worse. Okay. Our company has a no email policy. That's so great. unless we have no other way to so you have to potentially with actually a customer, call other people right, and talk to them. Call so calling or we we do Zoom, Zoom calls all the time. Okay. So Zoom's running for all of us. Okay. First first you know if I need to talk to you I'm going to hit you on Zoom. If you're not on Zoom, you know it's critical. I'm going to send you a text or call your cell phone. Okay. And then we go to. So even Slack. if it's
0: just like we have to talk about I don't know I'm going on a new gig next week I just want to check in with you video call. Yeah. Okay. Quick one. So, but that does take a fair bit of time to adjust. I mean, I I know I hate being on video calls. I do it, but it just feels weird.
1: Yeah, we've gotten comfortable with it. Okay. The more you do it, the more comfortable. The you more you don't it. care. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah, and I tend cool.
1: to always kind of be dressed in the morning at least.
0: That's I've had problems <laughs> with that
1: too. Um, cool. So, do you guys have anything new going on? Anything you want to? Yeah. So we're on? we're having a blast with uh, CSP Fast Pass. So we have three 300- hundred people around the world on their advanced Scrum Master and Product Owner journeys. And uh, it's amazing to not only see the quality of work that they're doing to try to achieve their CSP goals, but right. also interacting with them. We do uh, one hour coaching circles eight times a month. Okay, We get groups of up to 10 people together and problem solve together and address real world issues and challenges. And support and, each other. You know, it's amazing. Yeah.
0: So, and for the folks that are listening, if you're not familiar with this, if you wanted to move on to, uh, beyond scrum master PA you can move to advanced level and you don't have to take those classes in person and you guys offer a virtual solution right. Which yeah. creates a, a bigger network. That's
1: right. That's yeah, awesome.
0: Cool. And so if they want to find out more about that Cspfastpass.com. Okay, and the company?
1: Applied Frameworks. And if they want to contact you? Uh, J Tanner at Applied Frameworks.com. Cool. This was awesome, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Dave, thanks.